Welcome to CyberCast, decoding today's cyber issues. I'm Alexander Bolova, production lead at GovCIO Media and Research. With me today is senior researcher, Sarah Cyber. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Alex. So you had the opportunity recently to chat with Kendall Krebs, Deputy Executive Director for Infrastructure Operations at VA. How'd it go? It went really well. We discussed uh, VA's cloud journey. So they began in 2018 and they've come a really long way. So it was exciting to hear the new developments, how they're securing cloud, a little bit more about VA Platform One, but I won't give too much away. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Listeners will just have to wait another couple of minutes to find out. So obviously, moving to the cloud has been a constant topic of conversation on Cybercast. So from Kendall's perspective, what are the benefits of migrating to the cloud? Yeah, there are a bunch of different benefits like helping streamline operations, drive down expenses, protect data, and strengthen the business continuity, which is something Kendall really dives into in the interview is like the business value that cloud brings. And VA has made a ton of progress since they started in 2018. Uh, so now the agency is looking to use cloud better, faster, and smarter and also more effectively to improve the speed and quality of its applications and outcomes. So I know Kendall Krebs is associated with VA's Platform One, but for those of us who don't know what that is, i.e. me, what is Platform One? Yes, good old VA Platform One or VAPO, as I think Kendall refers to it a couple times in our interview, is an enterprise hosting service that containerizes applications, allowing developers to provision environments as needed using infrastructure as code. The containers have templated pre-approved built-in features like security controls, so that speeds up authority to operate and the overall platform cuts time off application deployment cycles. So it's kind of like instead of editing a video on your own in Premiere and bringing all the music and the video and the text and then having to export it, it's kind of like logging into Canva, not a sponsor, and just using one of their pre-existing templates to accomplish basically the same thing, but exponentially faster. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's the uh, video editor, producer, production lead take. <laughs> I mean, if it's not filtered through the lens of the Adobe Creative Cloud, not a sponsor, then it doesn't make sense to me. Anyways, what are some of the culture changes at VAOIT as they move to more modern tech solutions. Yeah, so Krebs talked about how VA's Office of Information and Technology is developing a learning culture. So the VA CIO, Kurt Delbeni, in his mission that he, his vision for strategy that he started when he joined the team, uh, one of the cornerstones of his strategy was to deliver delightful end user experiences. So what Krebs says that means to him, and, you know, I, I don't want to put words in his mouth, so continue to listen, but he's talking more about the tech team is no longer the people that are just like doing tune-ups or they fix something when something goes wrong. They're really the innovators and figure out 
innovative ways to create solutions that improve the veteran's experience. I think one great example, Krebs didn't mention this particularly, but just within VA OIT as a whole is their health and benefits app they launched recently. And you can really see how that was driven by the tech team and it centralizes all veteran services. I have all is being hyperbolic, but most veteran services. <laughs> so he was just emphasizing the importance of having that connection, even if you're a developer, that what you're doing is changing how veterans interact with the agency. So I think that was a really cool way to look at it. Well, with all of that in mind, let's take a listen to your conversation. Today, we're joined by VA's Deputy Executive Director of Infrastructure Operations, Kendall Krebs, who will dive into his agency's cloud journey, how he's securing the cloud, and discuss the latest developments with VA Platform One. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hey, thanks for having us, Sarah. I appreciate it. Yeah. So to kick off the discussion, do you mind giving our listeners a brief overview of what you do at VA and a little bit about your background? Absolutely. So um, I've been with VA for a long time, uh, almost 20 years now. And I, uh, in my current role, I get to lead the infrastructure operations team across the agency. So uh, we run all of the on-premise data centers, the VA cloud environments, as well as a number of critical backend services, everything from our IT service management tool to Active Directory to identity access management. We're involved in a lot of what goes on, and it's an exciting spot. We get to support a, a huge organization with a, a really powerful mission. Uh, we're a Fortune 10 organization, so everything we do, we got to think about size and scale and uh, doing it well at the enterprise level. Right. It's a big ship, and it sounds like you have a lot on your plate. So we're about halfway through 2023. What have been some of your biggest priorities for your office this year? Yeah, so I think. Um, you know, when we think about where we've been going with cloud and where we're looking to go towards the future, I think our cloud journey first started out kind of as a greenfield. Let's let's prove what we can do. Let's understand the value. Let's understand the use case. Where we are today is really a completely different spot. The, the cloud is the enterprise and the enterprise is the cloud. And we are now and we will continue to be a hybrid multi-cloud environment with um, on-prem needs as well as cloud needs. And being able to manage and run that as an integrated team is really a key part of where we've been going um, this last year. So we formed a, a few units based on feedback from our customer base on what they came to us for in infrastructure operations. So there were kind of three big things there. There was application hosting. We formed a unit where we brought together all our teams that did application hosting activities, both cloud, on-prem, as some of those, as well as some other enablement teams into a unit there. We have an application services unit that takes care of things like um, Active Directory, PKI certificates, a lot of those backend foundational services that we need to run applications. And then a really key enablement team for us is our enterprise service management team. And that's the team that helps uh, drive the processes and the tools around IT service management. In all those cases, the reason we formed that way was really trying to make sure that we had integrated teams that were responsive to customer needs. And our goal has been to make ourselves a little bit easier to navigate and get things done with. Um, so that's kind of been priority one, getting ourselves more integrated and, and more customer centric in how we show up to conversations. 
I think the other big thing we've really been focusing on is as we've recognized what it means now to have cloud as part of the enterprise, like many organizations, we're trying to make sure that we're doing everything we can to uh, optimize our deployments in the cloud and um, ensure uh, as healthy of a deployment as we can. So in that case, we're talking about things like FinOps, how we maximize our investments in the cloud, our monitoring strategy around the cloud, um, and how we focus on resource utilization in the cloud. And again, being a key part of our enterprise at this point, the, the opportunities for us there are tremendous. We've seen in our teams that uh, when, they, when they migrated to the cloud, they really went through that refactoring process. They thought about how to do this. We've really seen some value in that process versus kind of the lift and shift. So we're really focused on a lift and optimize strategy when we go to the cloud. And then even for folks that are already in the cloud, continuing that optimization journey, helping them really maximize the value um, that they're getting from those environments and capabilities. Um, with that, we also talk about security and baking in security. And I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about that today. Awesome. Yeah, that sounds great. And you all have made a ton of progress with uh, your cloud journey. So that's exciting to watch. Throughout the journey, what are some of the biggest challenges you faced? Yeah, so, you know, I mentioned at the, the front end how big we are. A, a mm -hmm. Fortune 10 organization, we have about 400,000 employees in VA. Um, I think we're servicing um, something in the, the realm of 18 million veterans. So so we're yeah. huge. Yeah. Um, and when I think about challenges, I, I also look at that as an opportunity. I think one of the things I've found to be pretty amazing in my VA career um, from early on, I, I started on an IT help desk in the VA and eventually moved into some IT project management roles. But I found working in those roles and I, I see today in my current role, when we do things, we get to do things at scale and we get to do things big. But that's also really scary that we do things big and at scale because we've got to get it right. Mm -hmm. um, our active directory environments, for example, are one of the biggest out there just because of the size of our organization and the scale. Um, same goes with our cloud deployments. We've moved over 300 production environments into the cloud um, and we've got to do that right. But when I think about the opportunity with that, um, that's where it gets really exciting because when we do things right and we do things well at the enterprise level, we can really maximize the value that we're gaining for our customers and for our stakeholders, for the taxpayers as well. So with that, part of the reason we launched VA Platform One was to really help that enablement process at enterprise scale. So what we found is that teams that had done some of that optimization on their own were having to put together a lot of tools and technologies to get there. Um, one of our early lead teams, it took them about a year and a half to kind of stand up their more optimized cloud environments. Mm -hmm. uh, what we've been able to deliver with VA Platform One is kind of a simple set of tools that uh, really brings together the, the technologies needed to optimize in the cloud and helps enable that across the enterprise. So we get to do that at scale and we can do it faster with them. Um, and we've thought through some of the hard parts, right? So what's our hardening strategy for our containers? What's our container registry? How are we gonna scan for vulnerabilities um, in our container images? Those things are thought through at the enterprise level so that we can effectively deploy at scale and build for the scale of VA. And 
Um, we've done all that on the lessons of some of those pioneering teams. Those teams have been really influential in kind of driving that strategy forward. But when I think about the challenge we always face, it is how do we do this at the enterprise level? It's um, it's I, I've noticed when folks join VA sometimes, you know, we are so large that sometimes when they come in, they've worked at a smaller scale and there's an adaption period to kind of understand what it means to deploy across the enterprise, what things are a little bit more complex when you're doing it at that scale and what you have to think through. Um, and our, our, current, uh, our current CIO has done a really fantastic job helping focus us on engineering excellence and thinking at the enterprise level, getting all of us, myself included, to ask the right questions and I see that resonating inside our teams across OINT right now, where we're, we're thinking, okay, what is this going to mean to end users? How do we build for that? What are the right questions that we need to be asking ourselves from an engineering standpoint to do this at scale and do it effectively? And, and one of the, the key priorities that uh, he's laid out for us is um, delightful end user experience, making sure that that end user experience is great. And I think that's really important for an infrastructure team as well to be thinking about, hey, how does my role managing certificates on the back end impact my users out there across the enterprise? And how can we do that better? And we're pushing ourselves to ask the right questions and improve and um, lean into the red when we make mistakes or we have challenges, but uh, really, really embracing that culture of engineering for excellence. Right. Yeah, that's a great approach and looking at the end game of how veterans will be interacting with each VA employee's responsibility or job description and how that transfers into the veteran experience. So that's a great description. So you mentioned VA Platform One in your previous response. For some of the listeners that don't know what VA Platform One is, could you give us a short overview? And then what are some of the latest updates or developments with uh, the platform? Yeah, absolutely. So what we brought to, to market with VA Platform One is really a simpler enterprise solution to um, help application teams deploy and manage their applications, whether it be on-prem or in the cloud. Um, we focused a lot on containerized solutions, although it doesn't end there. It's really a refactoring journey that we bring you into with VA Platform One. Um, but what it brings to bear is really ease of use and simplicity for our application partners, as well as the ability to um, integrate security and inherent controls from those pre-hardened environments that we've built inside VA Platform One. So the collective there is really allowing us, and we, we've seen this in our, our early use cases that have adopted, when they move to VA Platform One, it's, it's kind of another layer of virtualization, essentially. That's kind of the easy way, I think, to think about uh, containerization. Um, so they've been able to optimize their deployments more, so they use less resources. And I think that's really important as we talk to application teams. I think kind of in traditional application deployment with um, kind of traditional on-prem deployment, you know, organizations like mine would make really big fixed cost investments in the backend infrastructure, right? I had the data center, I had the uh, virtual server farms, I had, you know, a certain amount of storage that I bought and teams would deploy on that. Resource utilization, while it was still important, I don't want to discount that, 
it wasn't necessarily a super big focus a lot of times if you were an application owner. Right. Um, when you go into an OpEx model in the cloud, it's super important that we think about our resource utilization. So if you're standing up an environment in the cloud and you're building four static environments, you're going to pay for running four static environments. Mm -hmm. And what VA Platform One and, and um, our modernization journey helps applications do is they can shift to those ethereal instances. So they can run their production instances. When they need to run a test instance, they can spin that up and they can spin that back down. So it really helps them optimize their deployments in the cloud. And we're, we're seeing that we can do the same thing on-prem as well. We can optimize those resources on-prem. So really looking at it from a hybrid perspective and looking at the opportunities on both sides of the fence. What that brings to our application partners is really they're able to focus more on the application services layer. They don't have to worry about the governance and the underlying security that they need to bake into the environment. So um, to me, it's um, it's really about letting our application partners do what they do best and making the back end simple. I think another component that my team often supports is we talk about our application partners, but VA is huge. We've got research partners across the organization. We've got biomedical teams across the organization. And we've seen a lot of interest and, and, and teams trying this out as well from some of those angles, which when I started this out, I was probably more focused just on that application partner group. Um, but I've realized the demand is, is, is really big out there in the research community and the biomedical community. They're also looking for these solutions. And they're looking for that simplicity as well on the infrastructure side of the fence. And so VA Platform One really helps us do that. It, it's also, if, if we think about our cloud as kind of that foundational set of enabling technologies, it's helping us move up the stack and provide a more comprehensive, complete solution that really helps optimize how we're deploying and building. Right. Yeah, that's definitely a super cool model uh, and it's exciting to watch uh, those more recent developments. So as you're moving through this journey, how are you securing cloud across the enterprise? Yeah, so when we started our cloud journey, I think one of the big opportunities that we took there is, is we were able to bake in security from the front end. So, you know, building to um, secure standards like our our CISA NIST adherent tick architecture, the way we transact over the network um, with the cloud environments, um, thinking about the monitoring that we had and making sure that we were building for that from the, the start. So our cloud team has done a fantastic job laying a great foundation for the organization that um, is secure. Vapo kind of adds the next layer on that. I, I just hit it. So I, I think, um, you know, Occasionally in talking to folks about this, on the surface, it's relatively easy for a team to stand up a containerized environment. That's not really the hard part. The hard part gets into how do you secure all of the potential vectors that you've opened up in that environment, mm -hmm. right? VA Platform One has thought through that. Um, we've also had a great partnership going with our Office of Information Security um, and our, our new CISO. Um, figuring out how can we help inherit the controls that we're bringing to bear in these pre-hardened environments um, and helping application teams with their authority to operate, their security documentation that they need to go through. And so we've got a great partnership going with the Office of Information Security to 
um, build for that and ultimately build for a continuous ATO process. So that becomes another advantage for our application teams. We're helping take some of that resource load for security off of their shoulders. We're doing things like scanning our container environments for vulnerabilities and doing those updates so they don't have to. And there's a benefit, again, when I think about us at the enterprise level and how we we always have to think big at VA, um, that's part of it, right? So this is a team that has thought through these things. It's been working with our Office of Information Security. So we don't need all of our application teams to have to figure that out on their own. We can bring a ready-baked solution that's proven um, to to bear for them. And that's what we've been doing in VA Platform One. Right. That's uh, really great to hear. And I think you've hit on this next question and all of your previous answers. So uh, <laughs> apologies if it's redundant. But how does VA's cloud migration help the agency move away from silos and take that more integrated enterprise approach to business? Yeah. So, you know, I didn't hit this in our challenges real, real directly, but this this is a huge challenge. And I, I, I'd use the analogy of if you've ever dealt with a healthcare problem in your personal life, there's a high chance that you've experienced what I've experienced and, and many patients where you're working amongst a series of providers and having to convey information that you may not be comfortable with. I'm not, mm -hmm. uh, I'm not very comfortable talking about medical information. That's not something I'm good at. My, my wife's a, a dietitian. She's better at that side <laughs> of things for us, but it's uncomfortable for me to have to carry that type of information between a series of healthcare providers. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of folks think about infrastructure the same way. And a lot of infrastructure teams are focused on their specific technology. domain, And there's a power in that, right? Like um, I had to get knee surgery a few years ago and I wanted a specialist that knew everything there is to know about the knee, right? Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, I need to understand how that surgery relates to other medical situations that I might have, right? Our, our infrastructure teams need to show up in the same way. So how do we, on the, on the healthcare side, and VA has done a great job of, of building interdisciplinary healthcare teams. Um, it's one of the things I find really exciting about VA healthcare. How do we do that on the infrastructure side? And so we've started to pilot more fusion teams where we bring together those various expertise. And I think one of the shifts that started to happen is, you know, we go on the infrastructure side from uh, having to do kind of the routine operational role to being experts that help bring together the best solutions. So you know, take the, the various flavors of storage that the CSPs, the cloud service providers offer. How do we help our application teams navigate that? And they're also making a bunch of decisions about, you know, their backend database and, and, and other elements of their application architecture. We get to show up now as a fusion team from an infrastructure standpoint and help do that. And I, I think what we're trying to build for is, is kind of that interdisciplinary team. How do we show up as a group of providers to help solve those problems and help application teams through that. So I think part of the shift for us on the infrastructure side that is maybe scary for some, but also really exciting is we're enablers of technology, but we have to understand kind of the collection of technology. So my storage team is part of the puzzle. They're my knee specialist, right? Mm -hmm. But they're working with the rest of the interdisciplinary team to make sure we build for the right solution for our partners. 
Right. I really like that analogy in comparison to, you know, an integrated healthcare team. That sounds like a great approach. So what are some of your top priorities moving forward? Yeah. So as we try to continue to engineer for excellence and build for that delightful end user experience, um, we, we're putting a big focus on the health and monitoring and optimization of our system. So I think that's thing one. Um, we're we're taking a look at how we monitor anytime we have an issue or an incident or a near miss, something like that. We're, we're trying to make sure we create a learning culture across the organization that is doing that better. Our goal ultimately becomes um, we'd like to detect an issue before a user actually experiences it. And in the cases where we are unable to do that, we still want to detect it before they call us and mm -hmm. get it fixed before they have to call us, right? So um, we're working with some AI ops technologies and things like that to try and um, solve for those problems and do a better job um, with our, our health and, and monitoring. I think another area that we're, we're focused on, particularly from a cloud perspective, is we need to become more coherent in how we define what it means to have an edge strategy. Um, I was at a conference a couple of weeks ago talking with other organizations about what the edge strategy means for us. What are those low latency use cases that require us to have a clear edge strategy? And I think some of those have occurred sort of by default in the organization today based on, you know, applications or solutions that uh, didn't necessarily look like the best candidates to move to the cloud. Those, those in some cases probably are our edge case candidates that we're looking at, but I think we need to really do a better job articulating what that means to us as an organization and, and how we look at that decision-making and what our strategy is going to be around edge computing. Um, and then ultimately, I think the, the, the biggest thing going forward is really that focus on being that team that enables the, the business. So I'm, I'm a Formula One fan. And uh, I've, I've used this a, a couple of times with my team, but I think what's, what's really exciting from an infrastructure operations standpoint is we're no longer just the pit crew changing tires, doing the routine maintenance. Mm -hmm. The infrastructure team really has to show up as partners to help design the Formula One car, right? That's a key part of winning in Formula One. It's not, it's not the driver, the driver helps, but what really works together in Formula One is a whole team that designs that car, that optimizes that car, and they're constantly optimizing that car through the, as they go forward through the season. And from an infrastructure standpoint, it means we get to show up a little bit differently, um, which might be a little bit outside of our comfort zone sometimes. We, we aren't just order takers. We're part of that team really building and designing for the future. So huge opportunity there. Uh, and... And the cloud has really been one of those key catalysts that's enabled that shift into more of an enablement designing team than just a routine operations kind of function in the background. Right. Yeah, I love that comparison. And it's been such an engaging conversation chatting with you today. Thank you for taking the time to join me. Uh, and I look forward to seeing VA's uh, Formula One car. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks for having us. Uh, appreciate getting to share the exciting work we're doing. Thank you. Thank you, Sarah. That was a delightful conversation.
Uh, before we wrap up the episode, are there any last takeaways you want to leave our listeners with? Yes, I think my biggest takeaway from listening to this is cloud is the new normal. So what's 2018? That's five, six years ago VA started this journey. If my math is correct, I'm a writer, not a mathematician. <laughs> but it really is like the standard now. And now tech teams, especially at VA, are focusing on getting to operational efficiency through continuous improvements. So cloud is the majority. And I think that we'll just be seeing how they make improvements within the cloud from now. Great. Thank you, Sarah. That is all for this week's Cybercast. If you enjoyed what you heard, please leave a review on the podcast platform of your choice and leave a five-star rating as well. We'll be back in two weeks with a brand new Cybercast. But until then, I'm Alexander Bolova. I'm Sarah Seibert. Thank you for listening. Cybercast, along with GovCast and HealthCast, is a production of GovCIO Media and Research. For more podcasts and to check out the other shows, head to govciomedia.com. Watch out for new episodes released every Tuesday and Wednesday across our shows. You can follow all of them on your favorite podcast platform. And if you like what you heard, make sure to let us know by leaving a review. And if you have any topics you think we should look into, contact us at newsletter at govcio.com. <laughs>